engage. Slingshot? Ooh, yes. Shake and bake. We're back, baby. Hell yeah. Hell fuck. Heck yeah. Crisp. Yeah. Uh, mine's already open, so I'll just uh, flick it. Mm. Yeah. Quite the flick. Masculine flick. Yeah. Or or can you hear the uh, Gatorade opening? I, I definitely have an unopened Gatorade here. Ugh. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Gross. This popped into my head the other night. Was Gatorade's slogan for a little while, quench your thirst? Was that their, like, whole slogan? Or am I misremembering that? I mean, the fourth or the third and fourth words that I read on this, it's Gatorade Fierce Thirst Quencher is what it, is what it's advertised as. Yeah. This is the blue that's, cherry. This is the dark blue. Got this at Costco. I mean, that's such Long a sale. bad... That's such a bad advertising campaign. Like that's so thirst, I, I, thirst quencher. I guess they were maybe one of the first companies to use quench and thirst in well, their advertising. I, I don't think but, they're they're allowed to say they're a sports drink anymore. Oh, because like they make people fat. They're sugary beverages. <laughs> like if you have a sugary beverage tax, Gatorade will be taxed. It's true. And uh, vitamin water, I know, was, like, real bad and had, like, 50 Cent being like, no, 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 it's healthy and it has vitamins. And everybody's like, um, Yeah, you have to do the zero sugar one and get all the aspartame and synthetic sugars, which, you know, it doesn't sound as good when you say it like that. Look, if something's going to kill me, I'd rather have it be sugar than aspartame because aspartame sounds... Came from a lab. Sounds One came from a plant. One came from gold. Hey, Jimbo, you already know this. But my niece and sister were just in town. Yeah, what's up? Is that a euphemism? It's a euphemism for taking a dump, right? And you you had to you had to go into the bathroom for like three days. Yes, bunch of magazines, phone charger. There's nothing left unread in that room. Sick. Um, Almost immediately upon arrival, my niece told me about uh, new milk technology that I was unaware of. Great. Great. The, new milk tech right in, right in there. The youths are making new advancements on the milk frontier, and I applaud them. Um, my niece is 12. I'm not sure what generation she's a part of, but whatever it is. It's not they're ours. Having, they're, they're having milk fun, and I like that, because I don't really know many Gen Zs, because it'd be kind of weird if I did, unless they were related to me, and I don't have any Gen Z relatives. So... I can only really learn from them by observing them from a safe, non-creepy distance. And uh, I don't know what their opinions on milk is. But my 12-year-old niece is telling me about uh, Milkies. You may want to go ahead and Google this, Jimbo. M-I-L-K-I-S is the name of Milkies? the... Milkies? Yeah, it appears to be... I can't tell what, what ma- like if if it's one Milky and two Milkies, but I think it's like mi- Milkis... And so you'd have many milkuses. Like I think the S is part is it a of breast the name. milk thing. Oh God, I hope not. I hadn't even considered okay. that. All right, but well, uh, that, that's what came up first for me. Is uh, well, that's sponsor. It's a sponsor, Dad. Uh, so on my phone, I, I'm not looking this up on my phone. I'm looking this up on my computer. <laughs> but if I was looking it up on my phone, the first thing that happens when I click my browser is my homepage is the Google search for sponsored content. Uh, mm. So. This is the actual sponsored 
So sponsored advertisement. I got a $28 Milky's Milk Saver breast milk collector and storage. Ooh, I don't like that. Uh, that that actually sounds like a good deal. 28 yeah. bucks. <laughs> you can collect and store your breast milk. I so, mean, I guess I really haven't been collecting and storing mine. I've just kind of been letting it fall where it may. Okay. So how far into the Milky's Googling do I have to go? Uh, I got mymilkies.com. Uh, I got mil- <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jimbo, that might be something different. That's the exact same product. So uh, can can you how give are me- you spelling, can, How are you spelling Milky's? I, I spelled it the way you wanted me to. With, Mil- there's no I-S. I-S. Yeah. Milkies. Yes. Really? Because all I'm getting is this beverage. All right. Uh, latte? Lotte? Yes, L-O-T-T-E. Okay, seems to be the brand. All right, I had I had to I had to click uh, the it, it. I guess I was searching a lot of breastfeeding stuff, <laughs> and it and it really thought that I wanted Milkies instead of Milkis. That's or, fine. Yeah, that's fine. And, and and you know how that font's really small on that one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, honest mistake. That's uh, you know. I'm a generation up from from I think your uh, your niece's generation, maybe two. Who knows? I think I think but we're that two. makes sense. I, there's a translation error here. Yes, my my Google is like, hey, uh, you definitely want some breastfeeding shit. Absolutely. So the uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page for this currently, and what it is, it's a Korean soft drink, and it is carbonated. How do you pronounce that in Korean? Milkisu. Mukisu is how it's Mukisu. Mukisu. <laughs> and so it, yeah, much it's better. Car- it, it's carbonated water with milk and sugar, and uh, its label proclaims the new feeling of soda beverage, which is a fun little sort of weird translation there. And it's available in the following flavors: orange, strawberry, mango, melon, banana, peach, apple, and of course. Classic. Classic is also used as a glaze in pastries, apparently. Um, All right. It was first uh, launched in 1989. How much should I be charged for these? Because I'm seeing some prices. Yeah. They look really expensive. Yeah. Although, actually, right here, I I got one. On Amazon, I got a a six variety pack, like a six pack. Yeah. I don't know if they're 12 ounces or, or they go like 325s, maybe 330 mils, but... This is $32. Yeah, I got one over here for an 8.45 ounce, uh, which I believe is about the size of a Red Bull. Uh, that's $1.20 at Safeway. So that's not too bad. All right. Like for like so a. So get to your local. Ooh, Boxu. I got. Actually, that's pretty cheap at Boxu Market. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, we all know Boxu Market. We all have one Damn right right. in the corner. Damn right. Um, and the description on the side on the Milky's sort of info tab where you've got like type of thing, it says soft drink, manufacturer, country of origin, blah, blah, blah. Under color, it says various milky tones. Nice. And I, I specifically asked my niece and said, hey, what's this look like? Like, does it come? I was like, is it homogenous? She said, <laughs> I didn't say I didn't ask my 12 year old niece. <laughs> come never came up while she was here, uh, which Sick. is good. Yeah, um, that's, that, but that's nice. I asked her if it was a homogenous color, and then once I explained what homogenous was, she said yes. So, because I was afraid it, it was the kind of thing that might settle. 
settle yeah, out. And then, then you'd have that just wouldn't be good. You who? But you gotta, apparently the kids are all about this shit at her. She goes to one of those uh, kindergarten through eighth grade schools. I don't know what they're called, but like the whole thing is there until high school. So the kids at that school are just uh, uh, they're just gaga about the stuff. Cracking canned milk or is it bottle milk? I believe it's canned, although I, I'm seeing some photos of bottles. So, yeah, I, I, I can get both <laughs> on yeah. Amazon. I really want to try expensive them. expensive on Amazon. Yeah, I really want to try them, uh, but I'm not going to spend like an inordinate amount of money or even an ordinate amount. I would like to get them on sale if I could. I'll take them for free, actually. Yeah, if they want to sponsor us, that'd be sick. Yep. Um, it would It would just make sense. I'll tell you that for free. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll profess some love for some other Korean stuff if you want. Yeah, I mean, Chow Young Fat was the initial did the initial tv ads in 1989 and if they haven't had an ad campaign since i think we're happy to step in here at road sodas yeah damn right well milky that that's our that's our kind of niche anyway is following chow yun fat yes yeah. he's kind of he's kind of our guy yeah um yeah so because because i mean literally like the first thing we we, we obviously talked when i picked him i picked him up at the airport drove him back to my house which is near the airport it was like a 20 minute drive so but we, we we chatted there but almost immediately upon entering the house she brought up milkies and i was like sick I've, we've got another milk fan that's great yeah and then i was like hey you know what you'd probably love an egg cream because that's what you're describing to me which granted i haven't had is an egg cream just they don't make a chocolate flavor of of milkies to my knowledge yeah. Um. So, but but it just seems like it's all right there. She was, ooh, that sounds great. So that was, um, Wednesday night. They got in super late Wednesday night and basically went immediately to bed. So then it, it, we'd gotten all the way to Saturday afternoon, and, and they left first thing Sunday morning. So we were at Saturday afternoon. We still haven't had an egg cream. We've had milk, milk aplenty. But uh, she was like, "Hey, Uncle Ben, let's 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 try it out." And I was like, "Sick." Then I see, oh no. No chocolate syrup. Now, I've made hot cocoa from cocoa powder and sugar plenty of times, but you can't just, you need the heat part to incorporate those famously hydrophobic ingredients yeah. into, the, into the milk. Or, or an industrial mixer. Yes. You can, you, can also, you can also mix a packet of Swiss Miss with cold milk with an industrial mixer. It's possible. Yes, but I don't have Swiss or, Miss or an industrial mixer. Or... Um, yeah, like a, a compression uh, drill and one of those paint stirrers. So what I did was similar to that. Uh, it was sheer tyranny of will with my hands and a whisk. And I sort of created my own immersion blender. Um, did you go uh, Boy Scout starting a fire style? Pretty much. Nice. Pretty much exactly that. <laughs> yeah. And it took a long, long, long time to do, to, to, to get it to mix in. Oh, yeah? And then, so I've, I've painstakingly created the chocolate milk, right? All right. But it's it's now frothed from all the all the whisking, which is exactly apparently the consistency you're after for an egg cream. I taste it. It's 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 a damn fine chocolate milk, Jimbo. Good. Then I add I add the seltzer. I've given it to her in a in a damn frosted mug. You know, conditions are perfect, right? She takes she takes a sip. And she's like, ah, I hate this, and I what? don't want it. What? And I was just like, ah. You, 
You're killing me, kid. <laughs> but okay. I mean, you 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 gave me a sneak peek that she didn't like it. You didn't re- tell me that she was just like, I hate this. Yeah. Yeah. Not only that's that. Like, she, that's like a... She, you know what? Go go play on your phone. Like go she, go in your room and fucking find something else to do. She then I'm gonna to drink make, you the rest of yours. Well, I did drink hers, of course. I know. I'm not I'm not letting it go to waste. <laughs> yeah. But then she was like, Hey, um I know you just spent like like a good five minutes just whisking quietly in a corner, getting that going. Uh but could I just have chocolate milk? And it's like, Lady, listen. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> yeah. And I'll do it again. But not right now. So uh, you wouldn't rather just, you know, maybe make a run to the grocery store. Just be like, hey, you you want to you want to go down to the the local convenience store? See if they got some chocolate syrup. Maybe a scratch off. That's like a half oh. hour adventure. And I think I've mentioned how our Safeway treats us. Have I mentioned how our Safeway treats us? With Where's the-, the closest place you can buy chocolate syrup? It doesn't have to be Safeway. <sighs> is I it mean- Safeway? It might be Safeway. We've got like a few like Mexican. Your, your and food a- desertine? A- we, no, we have Mexican and Asian markets around, but I just okay. don't think any of them are going to have a chocolate syrup. It's possible. Yeah, they have cacao, milk, and sugar. Yeah, they have all the ingredients. They have yeah. literally all the shit that I had <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that okay. I used to make it. But yeah, not none of the classic like Hershey's chocolate, Huh? which makes sense. That's a, that's a honky-ass product. That is a honky-ass product. Yeah, the uh, Fox's You Bet. Still haven't found any of that. Yeah, it was Foxes, you bet. And what was the other one? Bos- Bos- Bosco's? Not Boscov's. That's Bosco. Yeah. Jo- Bosco. Uh, George Costanza's fucking pin. Mm. Yeah. Bosco. Whew. Yep. So, but that was my, uh, that was my, my uh, familial milk adventures. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I encountered a new milk product. It was over the summer. But I, I had a new flavor of it uh, this this past weekend. But this is a cheese, actually. So, you know, this is like a milk product product. Uh, it's called All Big right. Moo, but it's like a it's like a grillable cheese or a skilletable cheese that you, you heat up and it forms like a kind of a crust on the outside, but it stays together. It doesn't like melt through the, the grill or anything. Whoa, I'm looking yeah. at it. Yeah. This is Man. awesome. Yeah. The jalap- jalapeno flavor is the best that I've had so far. But uh, we had the bacon most recently, and it's just too salty. Really? Well, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a, I, uh, a roasted it, garlic. Looks interesting. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Uh, it's been a while since I had that one. But we, yeah, anytime we get it, it's like we try a new flavor and get the jalapeno. But yeah, man. Okay. That, this, this one's pretty interesting because it... It forms. It's almost like a mozzarella stick without breading, you know. Like the okay. the out the outside is now. Nah, I mean, it's it's less it's less gooey than a mozzarella stick. It's like a mozzarella stick on its. If you have it in the the fridge for like a, a minute and a half after after it comes out of the fryer, you know. Gotcha. All right. I'm seeing they got a uh, a Nashville hot version of the Big Moo. Really. I haven't yeah. seen that at our local Big Y, but I'll have to keep my eyes open. Yeah, this is this is exciting. This is a whole new, yeah, dude. Whole I, new I world. Think, I think you'd enjoy that, and I'm sorry I didn't tell you earlier because I've been eating these since like July. Now here's here's a here's a question I have, and so I'm it's, sorry. I, I truly am. 
No, it's okay. It's it says they're keto cheese. Um, I I'm not a keto guy. I have nothing really against or for it. It's 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 whatever. But I I thought all cheese was keto. Like right? Is that just them? They're just adding that to say just to let people know. You know, sometimes people put like the GF like for gluten free by the nutrition facts. Other people like they stamp it into their their fucking logo. You know, know what? Now, now that you mention it, right next to keto friendly, it says gluten free. So yeah. yeah, and cheese is obviously gluten free. It's it's right? cheese. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this is great. Yeah, man. I, they I hope have, they. I hope they have it at Safeway. They have a fucking blog called the Moose Paper. I I haven't looked that far into it. <laughs> I I like this. This is good. Um, I think my favorite way to serve it is definitely grilled. Uh, okay, but, but if you cut it lengthwise into long strips, ooh, yeah, you get you ooh. get like six or eight long strips of of cheese that that is hot and crunchy and and rather gooey as well. Well, we've got a uh, we've got a a recommendation on how to eat it from from Josh who works for for Big Moo. For, I'm sorry, for the Big Moo. And he says, I love a good bonfire and searing roasted garlic Big Moo over an open flame. Then I dip it in fresh raspberry jam. What a weenie. Ga- garlic and raspberry. Yeah. What's that about? That's that, not a thing. That sounds like a guy who never jumped over a fire in his childhood. Yeah, that's, like, that's who's not Who's bringing a thing? jam to a bonfire? Right? Like, if you're bringing cheese to grill over a fire, don't sully it with jam. I get it. Like, dairy and, and a little bit of salty goes goes well with a little bit of fruit sweet. But come on. Save that yeah. with, for, like, the pepper jelly and fucking cream cheese. Don't do that with grillable cheese. Thank you. The Hop and Jalapeno and Oso oh Original both won the World Championship Cheese Contest in it doesn't say what category, but they got first place. But they well, both now did? the world championship cheese contest. It those those words put together interest me. It's the one established in 1957. Okay, so like the 57 we're off, cheese. We're going off to Korea <laughs> and uh, somewhere From else the in the world. Of Montes- <laughs> Somebody else is like, what? What could heal the various rifts we have in world in world politics right now? I've got it. The Olympics of cheese. It's it's a long way to Tipperary. It certainly is. Dude, this is great. I'm going to look into this. I think we should both look into Milky's. All right, Milky's. Milky's and the Big Moo. I mean, hey, and dear listener, if you have, I don't want to say necessarily new, uh, but a non-standard cheese, milk, just dairy-based product that that you're aware of i don't even care if it's hyper regional and there's no chance that we can get it yeah have just you ever right grilled in. cheese right on your grill before like no i haven't just write in and tell us at roadsodaspod at gmail.com and have you uh, ever have you ever cracked a can of of carbonated milk no no you haven't so that that's honestly what i'm looking forward to yeah more, more than even drinking the can is the closest i've got sound to- yeah, the closest I've gotten to replicating is when you shake up a can of YooHoo enough and open it quickly, it briefly gives you like a with and chocolate drink comes out the side. Oh, but it's yeah. n- it, 
I have a few. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that feels good. <laughs> but <laughs> but I have a feeling that a, an actual proper carbonated can of of milk is going to be even better. And also, what's up with Milky's not making a chocolate version? What the fuck's up with that? It's Korea, man. They're, I don't know. They don't, they don't do. Look, the Europeans have already claimed that they do chocolate the best, and if they claim the best, then. You know, the Americans, South and North, I guess, are second. So do do Koreans really want to step in on this one, or do they want to just go their own way? It's I like guess. fried chicken, man. I was I was pondering, uh, we just got a waffle iron at, at the house, and uh, I took it for a spin this morning. That We're, <laughs> we're doing another Sunday record, so I, I had I had a Sunday morning to myself. What'd you waffle? Uh, it, so I don't want to sound cultish, but it was a Trader Joe's product. No, it was a it was a ube mochi like pancake mix. Ooh, it was a pancake uh, waffle mix. But yeah, I made love an ube. Yeah, our our first uh, first waffle on the waffle iron was was that ube pancake. How and it it was chicken. It was chicken and waffles. We had uh, some leftover (sighs) big white chicken. So, yeah, man, it was it was a good breakfast. How was it? It was excellent. That sounds like a visual treat too. Yeah. Cause you, you know, it's they, like golden you know, brown, but also purple. Yeah, you know what douchebags say: you eat first with your eyes. Yeah, and uh, douchebags I'll, do say that. I'll fill that role right now. Damn right. And I love a, a nice purple baked good. There's because I think I've mentioned there's a lot of Filipino restaurants. I, I live in a, a largely Filipino neighborhood, and so there's ube oh, really? everything out here, and it's it's awesome. It's nice. so good. Cool. I've, I've never actually seen just ube available i'm sure it's probably in a market nearby and i just don't know what it actually looks like because i think they kind of just look like a, a like a really long big potato okay but god that's nice i didn't know trader joe's had that yeah i may have to sign up for the cult uh you don't have to sign up you just go there they don't need my information and uh, i don't have to grab two rods and tell them all my inner secrets and you don't have to tell them your netflix login no Ooh, I I may have already done that. <laughs> you should. You should <laughs> it's like no, I shared my peacock with with uh, Trader Joe's. That that's fine. That's okay. I did just cancel my Hulu account. Oh, sick! Which I think you guys maybe have the login for. <laughs> uh, if we did, we haven't used it in a long, okay. long time. I was gonna say because that's gonna end on the twelfth. So sorry about that. No. Uh. Honestly, if any show that I like is exclusively on something, it's like if I really need it, I'll dip into it. If I really loved it, I have it like a DVD or two of it at the very least. Yeah, we you had know? to tighten up the old the old belt recently, and uh, yeah, we were like, ah, Hulu, just what are you giving me? Bob's Burgers, yeah. occasionally. What else yeah. you got? I, well, there's enough new content out there, and it's not good. Uh, but no, nothing's good. But you can always wise. go back and watch stuff. Like it exists. Like that's yeah. that's the thing. Is like Trey Parker's still alive. He's going to be making new shit. You can as also well. take drugs and play video games. That's also fine. Yeah i I spent a large part of the afternoon. Like once once the one o'clock games got out of hand, I was like, "All right, Joan, I'm going to the Empire." And she was like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Well, I'm either playing Age of Empires or Empire Total War, but like somebody's going to get it." 
<laughs> but before that, I got to smoke some weed. I'm giving an empire the business. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds nice. That well, sounds real nice. Well, I, I was in the middle of this campaign. Uh, I'm, I'm Austria, so I'm getting it from all sides. Ottomans, Russians, French. Italians are being nice to me, but yeah. I mean, don't, oh, get, don't let them get too nice. They can... Uh, we could swap sides. Well, I mean, they're they're all fractured anyway. You got Genoa and Savoy, Liguria, all separate papal states. They just it's don't true. know what they're doing. It is kind of nuts that uh, Italy as a country formed during the American Civil War. It's like, bro, we're already trying to split up, and you guys aren't even formed Germany yet. was after that. Yeah, that's also that's also true. Yeah, but I there mean, was Prussia, like a thing. That- Prussia was like a big country, at least. Yeah. Yeah, and there were just a bunch of like city states that were like, eh. and it's like, come on, stop it. it yeah, Italy was Knock just it a off. bunch. It'd be like if Florida were twenty states that constantly <laughs> went to war with each other. <laughs> they they got some pretty crazy traditions out of it, at least. They did. Yeah, like that they sport really that did. they play in Florence. God damn! I was talking about that with somebody else recently. I will talk about that forever. That is the crazy. For those of you who haven't seen, I believe it's called Home, Home Game, Game on Netflix. Yeah. It's, to my knowledge, it had one season, eight episodes. Each episode is about a different hyper-regional sport. And there's one in Florence that is it, it translates. Did, did I talk about this in the podcast recently? I have no fucking idea. It was probably but, a year and a half ago. Yeah. We can dig it up again. Yeah. Because I, I love it. It's 20. I believe it's 27 v 27. Um, but there's only it's, four teams. It's, yep. a, it's, it's a, the quadrants of the city. You can't change teams, nor can you play if you weren't born in the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the way Italy works is that where you're the hospital you're born we haven't in. Even determines, dis- we haven't even described you, the sport yet. Yeah. It determines your social security number. And that gives you that gives you the ability to join up to play a 27 v 27 bare knuckle boxing soccer ball rugby it's a game. it's a ball sport in which fisticuffs happens without like a stoppage of play yeah like i believe it guy has a, a ball he might get tackled <laughs> or a guy might take a swing at his head yeah i believe the game lasts an hour and the opening whistle the First row of 12 per side, so 24 guys, just start beating the fuck out of each other. Like, just truly just just UFC fighting each other. If you get taken to the ground, you have to stay down until a point is scored. And while that's going on, the second line of dudes are kind of picking who they're going to beat the shit out of. And one of the teams just has the ball, and they're just kind of determining where they're going to try, what fight they're going to try to run past. And the goal is the length of or it's the width of the field and it's it starts from about maybe three feet up to like nine feet up and so so if you roll it on the ground it won't go in and if you miss like if, if, if you sh- if you throw the ball at the goal and you miss the other team gets half a point which uh-huh. i think is a that's a very unique scoring system that's but that's a good one you know it's like, i think you it's better to- make it like, I think it's to prevent people from lobbing it from really far away because yeah. that would be a safe way to play the game. That would cause a lot less violence. But right. if you need to get close, you're going to have more and more fistfights. That's right. <laughs> and yeah, so there's there's two or there's there's three games a year. There's a semifinals and a finals because there's uh, you know it's a tournament of four. You would think and, they might do a, like a round robin tournament if it wasn't so violent. 
Yeah, I believe there's eight <laughs> or nine days in between the games. Luckily, and so, it's such a big town. You know, they have a, like a large pool of young men to draw from. But still, dude, they're not that young. They got some young ones, but some of the dudes are in like their late forties, and they're like, "Yeah, I might retire next year." It's like, dude, I don't know how you're doing any of this. Like, I do love cigarettes, though. I could retire to cigarettes. They're My like first they sh- love. They show them all going to the hospital after the first game to get like a tremendous amount of stitches put into them. And yeah, they're all like ripping butts in the hospital. <laughs> Just yeah. like hospitals in Europe are different, man. Oh, what a what an episode! Watch it. I mean, even with me describing it, it doesn't give anything Home away. Game. Just watch yeah. it. It's honestly the whole series is good. Um, a few episodes. I thought the free diving one was a little boring, but the goat goat polo, which is where you play polo yeah. with a dead goat. Yeah, that that shit's that, nuts. That was a good one, and that's, uh, that's like a game developed by Mongolian warriors. Yeah, it's in Kyrgyzstan, like rural Kyrgyzstan, like the steppe people, and uh, that and the the Italian one are just. I mean, I'll talk shit all day on Netflix's content. It's not good. It's really bad. But that show whips ass. That's a good one. Agreed. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Grab yourself uh, a carbonated milk and I, sit down. For movies on like streaming services, do they offer d- like commentary like DVDs did? You know, like the... Uh, I don't believe so. That shit sucks because uh, Joan and I just watched Big Trouble in Little China. So uh, good. With the DVD commentary, which was John Carpenter and Kurt Russell in 2000. Fuck yeah. So like a couple years after they made Escape from LA, but like, you know, pretty much the end of their run together, but like yep. still both very with it and active in their careers and yeah. like just dishing out like, yeah, awesome shit. Hell yeah. Uh, But I mean, one thing like that they mentioned very early on that like, I don't know, it, it always like you always understand that Kurt Russell's character in Big Trouble in Little China is just like a fuck up. Like, yeah, but like they said, that's why, he, that's why you're rooting for him. Like, but they said like, like, he's the sidekick and he doesn't realize he's the sidekick. The whole movie is is yes. the way they described it. And I was like, oh, okay. Because like the real main character is like the, the Asian guy going after the Asian girl. Like that, that's clearly the plot line. And it's not yeah. about Kurt Russell and Kim Cattrall. Like they're, they're a side quest. He's the audience surrogate of like, I'm playing catch up here. I think I got what's going on. But, you know, this guy makes me feel more comfortable to root for. So I'm yeah. going to just stick with Kurt Russell. Right. God damn, that's such a good movie. Yeah. Um. So I got three other things from the DVD comment, like the uh, John Carpenter, Kurt Russell. Hell yeah. Uh, awesome. Pre-podcast podcast, basically. <clears throat> But yes, yes, because that's all it is, is them talking yeah. over the movie and like they dicked around like Kurt Russell was talking about his kids, you know, uh, every time John Carpenter like tried to ask him about his career because they did like five movies together. He's like, well, you did baseball first and then you work with me on Elvis and then it was Escape from New York and then it <laughs> and he just but um, he was like, James Hong, uh, this is our first time working with him, but you know where he got his start? John Carpenter says it's like, he was an Al Jolson impersonator in the 40s. It's like, whoa. <laughs> Holy what? <shit>. Yeah. <laughs> James Hong, who plays David Lopan. 
Started as an Al Jolson impersonator. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let the listener do their own Google research there. If you don't know who Al Jolson is. Just... Apparently, yeah. He, and John Garvin was like, he did it with the makeup. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Al Jolson, uh, I'll, I'll just briefly say, um, probably the most famous person to do blackface as an entertainer um, back when that was the or, act. Or he's, yeah, at least just like the last great blackface guy. Yeah, because he did the jazz singer. Yeah. Um, he also yeah, ran so amok and climbed the Chrysler building. After that, he couldn't get arrested in New York. <laughs> I, that one's over my head. That's a Simpsons reference. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm too yeah. deep into Springfield, man. That's a, <laughs> one of us. One of us. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's so good. But yeah, James Hong also. You'll recognize James Hong, dear listener. Just Google James Hong. And he's a just, Seinfeld uh, host at the Chinese restaurant. He's the voice of the father who's a goose in Kung Fu Panda. He's that's, that's the, right. Yeah. He's the wise um, uh, ping pong trainer in Balls of Fury. Yeah, I mean the guy's he's in everything. David Lopan in Big Trouble in Little China. Most most importantly, he's David Lopan in Big Trouble Little China. Yeah, I mean our our bread loaf pan. In the kitchen is named David Loafpan. God, it's right there. It I is am, right there. I am furious with myself that I've it's never okay. made that joke. That joke is so funny that I am mad at myself. That's God okay. Damn it! You're 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 adjacent to it. You know, you can just ride the wave. <sighs> I need to meet this David Loafpan. That's all right. You'll you'll meet the bread that comes out of him too. Fuck yeah! Uh, Fuck yeah! I will. All right. So. That that was that was one of the three. Two of the three uh, okay. is in that movie. John Carpenter found like the stunt guy that he used pretty much for the rest of his career because Kurt Russell was talking about like all the times that it was just the stunt guy wearing like a Kurt Russell wig running around. He's like, <laughs> "Yep, that's that's not me. That's not me. That's not me." <laughs> that's but apparently, so that that guy just bled for john carpenter throughout the late 80s and early 90s sweet yeah and i guess into escape from la because i think he worked with kurt russell on that so that, yeah and <laughs> through the 90s basically but um last thing was uh you know that elevator scene right before like kind of the final battle uh they all they all take the the weird beverage out of the gourd that uh yes. Fu young says says is gonna you know Heighten your senses and whatnot. Yes. So before that elevator scene, when they're all looking around, looking weird, uh, they all got stoned. Like they, that. That's all of them stoned. That's why cool. their eyes are all red and and sweet. <laughs> they're acting like they're stoned. Sweet. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. I now really. I need to go back and watch that now. Just, just for that. Just to watch. And I don't want. I don't want to skip. I'm sure I could find just that scene on YouTube. I don't want to. I want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Fuck. There's like a list of movies that I need to just like, I need to like make a, a an app. I need to build an app that's like uh, Big Trouble in Little China. You should probably watch this every 14 months. And, you know, and just, just movies like that. And then I can just, I get a little reminder. It's like, hey, it's been 14 months. And then I can go, oh, actually, you know what? Now that you've reminded me, I probably should have watched that every 12 months. So I'm going to adjust the timeline <laughs> on that. Yeah, because I, I, I don't want to end up watching it in the dead of winter or something. Yeah, I'm going to watch when it I now. I should be watching the thing. 
exactly. I feel I feel like I watch you know the like the holy quadrant of of Kurt Russell movies. Now now we look. I we talked about this off the podcast, but uh, I, I guess we can bring it on. Uh, I had to start having the discussions with myself and and my partner and and now Ben about uh, which Kurt Russell character I'm going to be for Halloween. There's so many be- beautiful options because because of my hair situation. Uh, so Joan and I uh, went went through some Kurt Russell movies, and it's like, yeah, that's why we were watching the Big Trouble in Little China with the commentary. It's because we had seen the movie, and I was like, whoa, they, you know, the comment. Joan was like, watch it with the commentary if you love the movie so much. Like, you know, you might learn something new. And I was like, no, I learned fucking everything about the movie. Are you kidding me? It was the fucking writer, director, producer, and and lead <laughs> star who like. Those guys worked on five movies together and are like superstars. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, but I I wasn't as lucky with Escape from New York. Like that was on a streaming service. No mm. uh Yeah. No commentary. And what was the other one that I wanted to Oh, uh the thing. The so, thing. Yeah. So I mean that's like three good Kurt Russell movies. With three John great Kurt Russell movies. With John Carpenter. So you spread yeah. those out, you know, you watch w- one pretty much each four months. You know the thing's yeah. going to fall in the winter. Of course. So so then you got like a, you know, late spring, early summer guy and a, and a fall guy. Let's, let's, let's plan them out. What fits best where? I'd, For, I'd put Big Trouble in Little China because it's so rainy. I put that in the spring. I would agree because he's also in that tank top. Yeah, yeah, that tank top implies an amount of warmth, but all the rain implies not summer, spring. And although, and although people are wearing costumes, it's not like Halloween costumes. It's like traditional garb. Whereas Escape from New York, like people are just nuts. Like that's that's a much more Halloween vibe. Is driving a Cadillac around with chandeliers like on on the hood. Yeah, just cruising around in a taxi cab trying to not get shot at. Yeah. Hell yeah. I drove a cab here for 30 years. You don't walk around here at night. <laughs> Shut up, Borgnine. Wow. Ernest ass Borgnine. His face is so cartoonish. <laughs> like his head. <laughs> yeah. Like that's... He's, he. He's like... I feel like William H. Macy is in his rubber-faced coaching tree. Or yes. He, like he... Like William H. Macy looked to him and was like, how do I... How do I make my face look like a cartoon character? He's like, well, yeah, you just pull it back for for 18 days straight, and eventually it sticks. It just gets kind I of... I played Marty. Remember Marty? It gets kind of squishy and weird. Oh, man. Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. Absolute king. Yeah. Uh, another Simpsons reference, uh, you know, right there. Yeah. This is the Boy Scouts <laughs> episode, yeah. Oh, that was a quote from The Simpsons? Uh, I don't think any of those were Simpsons quotes. No, oh, I was just, just referencing his movies. Yeah, mm. he was he played Marty in Marty, which I think he won an award for. Sometimes people win awards for stuff that I haven't seen, and that makes me mad. Yeah, I know. Well, they've been issuing those awards since like the '30s, and I feel like those those awards are like you know being an all star in the '30s, like in the major leagues. It's like okay, well. There was only eight teams, and we we didn't have to play at night. We didn't have to play against black guys or foreigners, or you know, pretty <laughs> much any anybody other than yeah, white guys from the Northeast. Uh, 
and yeah mo- movie like trying to win an award it's like well the three movies that came out this year are nominated for best picture and best sound editing and best director it's like you know there were only a couple of production houses i don't know how big independent films were but yeah just feel like a lot more content is being made now and that doesn't make it better but i feel like it makes it harder to win yes yes yeah it lets uh like I just kind of think like what it would have been like to be alive when a lot of the the movies we love came out because a lot of them came out in like the 80s and I guess yeah. a couple of them we were like babies for but like we weren't you know theater going people but like there would have been a lot less internet going on so maybe we would have cared about the award shows more and then we'd have been like wait a minute the thing didn't win the Oscar yeah. for best film of all time <laughs> yeah Going back in time and holding the audience hostage. It's like, you you guys are making a mistake. You guys have you fucked up. You don't realize what you're doing. You don't realize your place in history. This is You have a chance. Gonna, you have a chance to make a... Repo Man the greatest movie ever. I mean, it's so good. It's, it is. The soundtrack's immaculate. It is. Repo Man has an immaculate soundtrack. And one of the best packagings for the deluxe box set that you can get. Done. That's Done. great. Yeah. Done and dusted. They don't get better than that. Oh. Now, on the on the flip side of all this uh this great content, there's awful content. I was trying to watch uh some YouTube this morning. And I you know, I was watching like a, a podcast, so it's like an hour long video. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have some ads in it. I get that. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to actively skip. What's the longest YouTube ad you've ever seen? Dude. Because <laughs> they tried to slip an hour 37. Holy fuck. <laughs> like they tried to slip a movie in on me. That's nuts. <laughs> and then I've later. Seen, I, later I saw a 20 minute one, but later I've never they tried seen to, an hour. They tried to slip like a 35 minute TV show. Like. You know, it was like season one starts now. I was like, whoa, whoa, skip. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't need to watch episode one, season one. That's nuts. I recently uh, bought and installed a pie hole to block ads coming in to anything connected to our Wi-Fi. Pie hole, but yeah, it's a Raspberry Pi, yeah, program, yeah, and uh, it just blocks out all ad. Uh, IPs that that they're yeah that cool. that, 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 that that it knows of so it like updates frequently, but what it doesn't work on is YouTube is sending an ad through its own right IP so it doesn't block that out. So what I've heard you can do, and I haven't done this yet, nor would I recommend it to anybody because I think technically maybe it's against the rules, but you can apparently get a VPN that I already have and say that you're in. I believe Singapore is a good option. And uh, subscribe to YouTube Premium for in Singapore. It's like a dollar for the year. All right, and then you don't have ads anymore, and you link that account to your normal account, and you're good. That seems that seems like a fair amount of work, but uh, you know, if you're willing to put in the effort, it's going to save you possibly an hour's worth of time every. <laughs> you know, if you're not fast on the skip button. Or like you, or you're in the bathtub or something. Try just trying to watch your uh, your your weekly podcast. What sent me down this path of of blocking out all these goddamn ads was we started getting these two ads over and over again 
that are like five minutes long and you can skip them, but they're like corny as fuck. They suck, but they're products that we buy already. And now we have boycotted them because of their ad campaign. <laughs> wow. So their I, ads you know, I, the I, opposite I like effect. That. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, bro, we already buy that deodorant. I, I've Stop definitely telling me seen about it. bad advertisements that make me never want to buy the product in the first place. But I don't know if I've gone that far where I'm just like, you know what? I I loved this product. Like I, I have brand loyalty to it until this ad campaign. That's the problem with like the fact. I mean, we all know that like our devices are listening to us. That's like that's not even that was briefly a conspiracy theory, and then everybody's like, "Oh no, that is that's just it's fully what's happening." Yeah, yeah. And so that's they why they ask take... for permission to use all of your shit. Yeah, and now and so, now it's like, "Ooh, I feel safer now." That it's like only while using the app, and it's like, well, unless you close all of your apps every time you close your phone, like you. You're not even going to get close. Yeah. You got to put your phone in a Faraday cage or your fridge. And that's when you start talking about overthrowing the government. But at no other time should you do that. Anyway. Overthrow the government or put your what? phone in the fridge? What? All right. Huh? What's I'm gonna, that? I'm going to storm the mayor's office. But, um, but yeah, um, because they're listening to you, they then sell that information to advertisers. So then you end up getting... God forbid you mention a product you already have, because then you're going to start getting ads for it, but you already have it. But you're talking about it because you can be like, hey, can you hand me the Jif peanut butter? And then you so start you're getting ads for Jif peanut butter. Because That's we talked about mi- milk teas, mi- milkies, milk milkies. There's a good chance that we're going to get milkies ads now. Is, all right, but that doesn't manifest them in my real life. That's, That's like, true. That's like yelling checkers a bunch. Just so I get a bunch of checkers commercials, and then then I, I can't go to a checkers. There's not any around here. What if we just start saying new milk products, new milk products, <laughs> new, new milk, milk products, <laughs> and then hope that oh, you gotta they, be looking into the mirror, right? <laughs> <and> <laughs> it just summons a giant animated milk. It's a milk genie comes out of the toilet. Uh. Man, there's a lot of weird uh, the Big Moo Cheese videos on YouTube. Good. Yep. Uh, is it is it them making it or is it or is it them you know like cooking it? Oh, they're reviewing it. Oh, okay. So they, that they all sucks. have like they all have like the YouTube guy face. Yeah, in the, that's in the tile. That's not cool. I'm not not about that. Uh, the, I need, I need the, something a little more exciting, like two guys from New York trying to steal $5,000 worth of cosmetics from a Holyoke stop and shop. This guy, we got a 30-second uh, video here on Facebook, uh, and it just gives me that this is the title of the video. I used to be a Moz kind of guy. I subbed in Big Moo. It ruled. The guys keep asking for more. So I feel like I've gotten the entire video from the title of it. The guys keep asking for more. I don't know who the guys are. I don't really need to. Um, <laughs> they, yeah, it seems like they're pretty tight. If you keep asking for more, if you if you have a friend and he's provided you cheese one time and you keep asking him for more cheese, you, you might be one of the guys and you got to stop. You can just buy it. You can just go to the store and buy it. You can go online and buy it. Uh, even if you're on government assistance, you could still buy it. 
Just yeah. go to go to the grocery store. You can still use your EVT there. Your snap. Stop stop bothering my man Sanchez for his big moo cheese. It's not the cheapest cheese, so like let him enjoy it. Yeah. Buy your own. Or if you smell him cooking it, you know, maybe maybe wait for him to eat his portion. And if yeah. it looks like he's full, then maybe inquire. Or bring a covered dish. What happened to the yeah, just some deviled a covered eggs. dish? Bring some bring some deviled eggs. Is that so hard? Right. Devil up a handful of eggs. A little bit of paprika on top. Maybe Sanchez. Well, you put the paprika on when when you take the tinfoil off of the ideally the platter. Yeah, right. Yeah, but if you're leaving them with Sanchez to consume, if it's sort of a if you're just hot swapping them, here's some deviled eggs. Oh, you got a yard sale to go to? Who knows? Maybe you passed a handful of estate sales along the way, and you need you need that cheese belly. You need to you need to be in full ketosis. Good. That's good. Your ketones yeah. must be flowing by, through your by veins. By a Victrola box with the feet cut off. Exactly. All those old VHS pornos that the guys got stashed in the corner because they realized they are worth some money, but they don't want to put them right out front to sell. The uh, X-rated chess buy, set was on point. Those aren't going to buy themselves. <laughs> no, they aren't. I, I went to. I've only. I, I know you're the estate sale guy. I went to one like a year and a half ago. I went uh, to just, one. Oh, I thought you went to more than that. You made it. Joan went. Mentioned. Joan went to multiple. Okay, and but, uh, there was one in my neighborhood, and I was walking through, and I got to the. They had a giant garage, and in the, yeah, they had a bunch of DVDs in one area, and I was looking, just looking through DVDs and and, and uh, VHSs and stuff, and I was flipping through them. It was all old guy crap. Yeah, and uh, and then I saw another stack of VHS over to the side, and I was like, oh, there's more. Let me just go check those out. And it was all like weird old 80s VHS porno. Uh, but, but I don't think it was even porno. It was just like naked people uh, like doing stuff. So one of them was German just TV like, porn. Well, it was like naked people on like various pontoon boats. And then another yeah. one where it was like naked people in front of like several Cessnas. All right. Where, yeah, like it was it was just nudity for the yeah, sake I re- of nudity. I, re- I remember German softcore porn like a. a- a naked girl on an ATV, but it was on like a, a track, like a running, mm. like a circular or elliptical, you know, running track. <laughs> I guess it does say all terrain, but that's probably the most boring terrain to, to right? be on. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Just drunk 16 year old eating frozen pizza, watching a, a naked German woman on an ATV <laughs> like, in the wrong nice. environment. <laughs> just, yeah, say, what just the hell? Nice. Nice. Yep. That will happen. I remember like all the weird naked ads in Germany. Like you'd just be like waiting for the subway in the morning and you'd look up and there would just be like a titty. And you're like, what what the fuck? Yeah, stop put it. That, put that away. I'm on my way to work. Put your tits away. Uh um let's see. Oh, speaking of maybe not tits, but uh <laughs> there was a there was a dance contest at the Neo show. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about the Mario and Neo show. Oh yeah, they ran out of Sprite at the at the show. Bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Joan did bring the, the souvenir soda that we got at the Rob Zombie show though and got a free refill of Sprite. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Oh. So, so we got free Sprite. That's thrifty. It's very thrifty. Uh, no, uh, they had a dance competition. They brought three, quote, audience members on stage, 
to mm. dance with Neo and lady number two, who was the heaviest lady, but also the most energetic, uh, definitely won like hands down. Like, Sick. all right, today the dolphins, I think won by like 70 points. They beat like the Broncos, I think 70 to nothing. Jesus. Yeah. Russell Wilson was like, ah, maybe, maybe I'll show up, uh, some, some other time, but no, the, this lady was the Miami Dolphins, and, okay. and the other ladies were the Broncos. Like she, she definitely nearly molested Neo to the point that he was like, "I think I'm pregnant. Like I got some paperwork I need you to sign." <laughs> Hell yeah, that's so nice to hear about it going the other way. Yeah, that uh. was the best part of the Neo show. I mean, honestly, uh, when we were going through the Neo show. Uh, I didn't hear I didn't hear too many recognizable songs to my own ear, so I I was leaning over to Joan. I was like, I don't know, he might uh Mario might have I might know more Mario songs than I know Neo songs. <laughs> and then like he played the last song of the evening, which was like his fifteen hits, kind of mashed up, and I was like, all right, never mind, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm. I feel like I've I've uh, I'm aware of the name Neo much more than I am Mario, but I couldn't put a song to a name like yeah yeah just not at all. But good show, yeah, it was a good show. I mean, it reminded me of going to bars in college. Basically, that's when Neo was popular. Yeah, like you know, it's... were you tempted to get on stage and shake your shake your ass? No, I was not. I was tempted to. Uh, Sit in my seat and smoke weed, ooh, and then and stand up and smoke weed. I, everybody was basically smoking weed at a, at a concert at a neo show. I what? know. I know. Well, they were all hopped up on Sprite. Crazy. No, they actually ha- have. Uh, it's a pretty trashy venue. I'm not gonna lie. They have like uh, souvenir mixers that are clear, so you get like a mixed drink that you can like shake. <laughs> yourself okay and uh, yeah interesting and, yeah it, it that was dumb uh it's i got dumb. i got a beer because you know that's that's more standard yep sounds nice it, it was a lot easier and they uh they got very salty pretzels got super pretzels there so i was uh yeah they weren't like a you know student prince fair pretzels but but pretty good it was the second best pretzel i had that week First best was the one at the fair okay, that we good. talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't know there's always a possibility it got dethroned. I guess I guess it's a different pay period, so that was the best pretzel <laughs> I had that pay period. That fiscal week, yeah, which is of course how we define our pretzel consumption. I don't know, man. I'm more of a spiritual the, week. You're not like Cause the, that because that was a Monday. Monday is part of the weekend still. I mean, wow. I I consider our Monday talks, you know, part of the weekend. I like that because that, by that logic, I barely have a week. Right. And uh, that's nice. Yeah. I right, <laughs> just have some working weekend days. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. Right now, I'm in that sweet in between <clears throat> spot where last week I took Thursday off because my sister and niece were in town. And this upcoming week, I'm taking Thursday off to go to a, a Mad Max festival in the desert. So two three yeah. day weeks in a row is uh, Max. It's nice. Yeah. It's real, nice. real nice. All right. But yeah. You uh, you got anything else coming up, buddy? Uh, no, I did mention 
um, that the two guys did try to steal $5,000 worth of cosmetics from a Holyoke Stop and Shop. That was real. Uh, the only reason <laughs> I mentioned that is because I caught that like this morning when I turned on our TV. Uh, I had been watching like the TV antenna over the air channels. Good man. And so like that w- that was on this morning. So it was like Sunday morning news. Uh, but the cops had like the two shopping carts worth of cosmetics uh, on a table in their cop conference room, like it was a drug bust. Like they had it all organized and shit. It was the dumbest bust I think I had ever seen. That's so nice. I thought you said five thousand dollars worth. Five thousand dollars <laughs> worth of cosmetics. So it was basically that coupon scam, but like yes. one of the halls, one of the halls from that coupon scam. Except the guys just tried to run out of the store with it. I mean that somebody got him. Like it's a, it's less effective clearly, but like probably you know seems like a lot less work than making fake coupons. Right, you gotta, but you gotta get the printer. You gotta get the ink. You gotta connect to the printer. Which, why is that still hard? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Smash, Look, smash uh, my grab. printer today had a paper jam. <sighs> Just things you do not think about. RIT guy keeps telling me, "Hey, uh, Ben, you're printing, you're printing on the wrong printer. You keep using the color printer, and all your all your stuff's just black and white lettering. You're wasting the ink." And I keep telling him, "Hey." Make the other printer work, and then I will use it. Yeah, and then and then he kind of goes, ah, that is a good point, and then he walks away. Yeah, that's sort or, of our, uh, that's sort of our there, repertoire. Or is there not black ink in the color printer? Oh wait, there is, so it's fine. Yeah, well, it's it's. Do you, more, do you replace the, all the toner at the same time in that printer? No. Okay. It's then apparently just, it's apparently more expensive ink, which I call shenanigans on that. All ink yeah, is a million dollars. day dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a more expensive employee that way. Yeah. Also, we have two printers for no reason. So who care? Yeah. That's that's more expensive. Eat my butt. Now, yeah, I'm I'm actually your cheapest employee. So on that, <laughs> I note, have a taste for finer things. Apologies. On that note, do you have any advice for anybody who stumbled upon a new dairy product and hasn't informed us of it yet? You mentioned the. The email, right? Roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Yeah, then I got nothing. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.